niko na riddle what goes in hard and dry and comes out soft and wet <laughs> okay the answer is something you're not expecting the answer is a chewing gum because you're hanging out with the one and only Mumbwa here on Spicy Sugar. If you're new here, karibu. If you're returning, what's up? How you doing? Mkia wageni chai, nwa karibisha vizuri. It's been a while. Kai kuna baridi. Wa? Kwa kuna kuna baridi kahuku? Eh, kuna baridi. Eh, so you just keep warm. Na mkunyo majimoto? Sawa? Mm. What's up? Oh, yeah. So, after many of you demanding injustice na kuulizwa nilipeleka podcast wapi um someone decided to to be creative or at least to think of something and make an episode of something so today um this is going to be a two in one episode i guess yeah 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 it's going to be a two in one and speaking of which I will be starting season 2. So this is the first episode of season 2. Talking about trauma and post traumatic syndrome disorder. So I hope you guys listen and learn something and share. And if you're new here by the way, when do skize his podcast zingine. Yeah. Yes. So let's start. So trauma. Trauma. Trauma can look like a lot like depression trauma is let's say is is the effect left after after observing uh, a frightening or after having a, an experience which was not comfortable yeah and sometimes trauma can look like depression or you're constantly crying or you just feel angry and you want to outburst and not getting out of bed that can also be trauma uh okay the different types of trauma probably uh, you received you were sexually abused kuna also physical trauma oh yeah emotional trauma and you mingi na jua na categories but anyway yeah so Trauma can make you feel disconnected and it can still joy from people. Oh, it can make you feel disconnected from people in your life and it can steal your joy. In trauma, you're struggling with fear that someone you love could have could leave you or that is due to abandonment probably in the past or something. 
yes probably someone left there was a divorce there was a breakup simply someone can you're just afraid that someone will not be there for you and work you working around feeling everyone else may leave you and honestly you're the only person who can work on your trauma yes and if trauma isn't worked on it's okay it builds up and it leads to ptsd and ptsd is post-traumatic syndrome disorder like after something terrible happened to you now okay you have already felt that now you have in there the effects yeah and yeah it can bring back memories of trauma accompanied by intense emotional and physical reaction which include intrusive memories avoidance let's say like avoiding people who have the character or avoiding talking about it talking about it negative changes in thinking and mood it can also bring suicidal thoughts yeah and for that because you're talking about ptsd so i recorded with a friend about ptsd she will be telling her where she will be telling us about her experience and just basically about trauma so i hope you all enjoy yeah you know you have all hey you have all heard about trauma hey hi you can hear me yeah yeah i can hear you okay um so we're doing a an episode about ptsd mm-hmm. yeah so see because i introduce and then we continue yeah no problem okay um, hi guys smell and wave because you're hanging out the one and only mumbua here on spicy sugar if you're new here karibu if you're returning what's up how you doing wakia wageni chai na wakaribisha vizuri um so on today's episode we are going to be talking about post traumatic syndrome disorder pro, uh, popularly known as ptsd it is it is the aftermath of trauma that is what i will say but yeah okay um okay yeah so i'll be having a guest and she's here and she'll be telling us more about post traumatic syndrome disorder so welcome um thank you so much um this has been pushed back a lot of times but finally nimepata time <laughs> yeah um, yeah for for all those who don't know me and I'm I'm a, I'm a guest that you show so my name is Tracy Coletundisa I also have my own podcast but I've been taking a break for some time it's called it's colette and okay. yeah I've been I've been taking a break for some time because I needed I needed that break because as you said I've um I've as you said we are talking about PTSD and it's something yeah. I am 
I've been going through for what uh, quite a quite a long time. So I I have experience in it, and it's a real thing. <laughs> so. So, Tracy, how what caused what caused the trauma? Um, for me, it's actually a very um a number of things. Um, okay. in 2018, guys, brace yourself. This is going to be a crazy kind of story. Um, in 2018, November, my dad passed away suddenly, and it was very hard for me and my family because I didn't grow up with him, and he kind of showed up. And when he showed up, yeah. he he was very involved in my life, and that wasn't like that was like the best thing ever because I hadn't seen him growing up. I met him kabisa mm-hmm. kabisa. I knew him when I was fourteen. So and then when I when now we are starting to gain that relationship, um, when I turned eighteen, I was doing my KCC. He passed away yeah. suddenly. So <laughs> for that, yeah, it's okay. Um, so for th- with that, it was a shock to the whole family because he wasn't sick. Um, he, he, it wasn't an accident. Um, it was just an aneurysm, and he had apparently he had something growing in his um in his body, and it kind of exploded or something like that. And yeah, it was really hard, being that he was the only male representative of, or male person in my life you know so yeah, yeah. that was hard and mm-hmm. after that i i remember i had to be very strong for my family because it was me my mom and my sister yeah and at that time it was it became it was i reached a point whereby it was really hard at some point because you know we had plans we had we had so many plans in our minds, you know, we, we had to go places and all of that just went down the drain. So for our family, it was super hard since obviously for my mom, she was now the only breadwinner of the family. So it was hard for her to adjust. Mm-hmm. And then for my sister, she got really, we didn't know at first, but yeah, she got really, really depressed. And she was 12, she was 11 at the time he passed. No, 10 actually. He was 10 at the time he passed. And then um, I guess it really hurt her because they were very, very close. And in 2019, the following year, August, my sister got very sick. And Mm -hmm. she was hospitalized for three weeks. And she passed away also in August. So that's two deaths in less than a year. And they are very close family members, my dad and my sister. And my sister was, we were just the two of us. So she was my baby sister. So I, I was one who was taking care of her. And to find out that she was depressed, it was very hard to fight to kind of know. And we couldn't help her kind of cope with my dad's situation because we didn't know we had experienced it all of us the first time so it was super super hard and she we just we realized that she died of depression um after kind of going into the details on what happened prior her being sick prior her being 
you know hospitalized and she was also in school and you know it was super mm-hmm. super hard at that time and then you know um you see with 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 that whole situation with my dad and my sister it got really hard to move past it and i yeah. kind of um when my sister was hospitalized um i i it reached a point whereby i was super i was so depressed to the point whereby i couldn't even talk to anyone i avoided any conf- any um socialization with anyone i didn't have i didn't even talk to my friends i didn't even you know like i was so closed off to the point whereby so one one of my mom's friends suggested that we go for counseling you know mm-hmm. so yeah. with with that whole situation um these days you know so for for you know for that and you know especially for people who are very close to you it's very hard to talk about it because it's it's been almost two years for my dad and almost a year a year and some months for my almost actually two years for my sister so you know for us for me and my family we just have we we had to learn how to talk about it so that it can be easier to handle you know yeah and is there a point where you if you kind of blamed yourself for anything that happened yeah i mean especially for my sister i didn't see anything and you know i didn't see the the the, the times that she was feeling down at the time that she was feeling depressed you know like everyone in the house was depressed and you know when you when you're also depressed you can't see other, another person's depression so True. you know the whole family was depressed when we had to do so much so many changes in our family we had to move we had to i had to go i had to go to school my sister had to go to school you know so university i had to kind of join campus my sister had to move to a different class we had to move to a different place so there was a lot happening and i blamed myself for not seeing that she was really really in pain after my after my dad's death and we we realized it too late when she was kind of her heart had become um had become too hard to handle and she kind of um you know she was rushed to hospital to be given oxygen because her heart was too it was filled with you know a lot for a 12 year old to experience something like that it wasn't easy so okay for you you how did you deal with it as i said i went for counseling and i am still in counseling um one of the reasons why i've I've, uh, I've stopped um recording my podcast is because i don't have that time because i've been mm-hmm. in counseling for the past since 2019 so i've been counseling on and off um sometimes yeah. it yeah sometimes it gets really hard and you know you're by you don't even want to talk to anyone so it gets really hard for for me to handle so i've been cancelling on and off and cancelling has really really helped um like reading i mean talking to my friends reading you know motivational books talking to my mom about it i mean in case of any feeling we decided after that situation with my dad and my sister we decided that in case of we, we, we will continue talking about it continue talking about any situation we feel like is hard for 
the other person to handle and we we decided that we wouldn't keep things to ourselves so because that was the reason why our family kind of you know my sister kind of passed away because she couldn't express herself the way she was she was supposed to you know so counseling has been a big part of my life mm-hmm. being that um, i also want to be a counselor has also made oh, wow. me yeah has also made me to realize that um psychology is one thing you can't mess with you know especially yeah. when your when your mental state is not okay mm-hmm. everything else can't work you know yes yeah. yeah so um counseling has been a really big help um it has made me become a, a better person a better version of myself and i will continue going for counseling as long as i could and also being that i also want to be a counselor um there are things i'm continuing to learn every single day you know um i'm sure it wasn't easy for you to open yeah. up yes yeah. so, like how, how how did you get to that place like to um my the place of opening up and talking about it yeah, yeah. Um you see with with counseling you can't just go in with at yeah. I'm going to talk about this. Yeah, yes. A counseling session can start with hi how are you and the, and you ending up with a major life decision. Yes. You know? So yeah. with with that with with that, with with my counselor she she made me real like we took very small small steps like maybe for example she would tell me um write how you're feeling or um record yourself talking or you know things like that like you small small portions of you know improvement it doesn't have to have it didn't happen in like a day because you know sometimes it it gets it gets really lonely when i'm in the house and i say bump into my sister's picture or i bump into her into a video of her dancing when she was um kitambo you know so it's it's not something that can happen in like a second and i would say oh. right now i'm still actually still healing it's something that i you know it's it's kind i wouldn't i don't want to say it's a disease but yeah it kind of is because when you're when you're not careful you might and i'm when let's say for example if i'm not careful i might end up you know going back to that dark place i was during that time so it's something that you continue growing you continue um learning about yourself you continue um like those small small portions about you know me talking me talking to my mom me reading me looking at my pictures the pictures of me and my sister you know like it's something that grows over time it didn't happen like a second because in the beginning it was super super hard to talk about my sister but right now we have we have pictures of her around the house we have you know we listen to her singing you know we listen to her voice we listen to we watch videos that we took when we were in a diff- when we were in our previous house you know things like that like um small small things like it's it takes it takes time it's not something that can happen in like a second so before you went to counseling um uh, were you referred to or did it just pop up and you decided this is what i'm doing 
um okay so as i told you i was super depressed super super yeah. depressed like i wouldn't talk to anyone i wouldn't i avoided even going to at, at some point i even avoided going to see my sister in hospital because it was that time when, when the doctors are telling you they wouldn't they can't do anything else you know yeah so i avoided any contact with my i just used to go see her for like a few seconds and then disappear so one of my mom's friends noticed that there is something off with with the way i'm reacting and the way i'm doing my things so she was like okay you guys need to go for counseling so i would say we were referred to counseling at first i was a bit skeptical about it but after some time it was the best decision that we ever made if you went to counseling and you're like i just don't want to be here you, like it's a routine mm-hmm. and you have to be consistent true yeah exactly and then sikuya counseling mefika you there the therapist is talking to you your mind is just far away and you feel like ami maneno misiziendelea other days you felt like that yeah that's like i'm telling you um with counseling especially with the counselor that i have she's a very professional woman very professional like she knows what she's doing so when when sometimes it's there has never been a situation whereby i go to counseling and i don't talk completely because she's she's a very engaging woman very engaging and you know with with counseling they always say you have to go with the client is the one who leads the session because if if the client doesn't feel like talking you can't force them you know sure so yeah. with, there was some situation you actually get into like heated arguments because there were some questions that she would ask i wouldn't i wouldn't be i would not want to answer or like questions that i feel are still very hard to answer you know there's there's yeah. still some very hard questions that she asks and i was like yeah i'm not answering that so there was some point there sometimes i was just feeling like okay yeah this is not working and i need to leave because um but we we with her she knows how to handle every situation so i would say that we got lucky and we found someone who is very professional and she knows exactly how to manage a situation you know yes yeah um also um for someone who's going through trauma or has experienced something that triggers the the memories yeah. what will you tell, what will you advise them to do um personally i would say talk to someone about it um if even if it's just you know like even if it's just your friend or if you like if even if it's just your friend or a family member just find someone you can talk to you know because for me i i me and my mom weren't as close as as we are now we just developed this closeness because of the situation our family is in so we we became actually very very close and we 
we decided that after all this we dis- now we have to talk about the hard things like the hard conversations we need to have them even if you feel like you just you want to just um talk to me about anything you just feel free to talk about it and if you're able you can if the if the person is able they can um i would advise them to go for counseling because counseling is something that has i am i am an an honest person and i would say counseling has really really helped because if i compare myself um in 2019 and now yeah. there's a big difference there's a huge huge oh. difference you know let me take you back a little bit mm-hmm. um okay yeah this has been a process but is it is there a point where you felt like um you're like okay it's like you're getting over that those memories mm-hmm. and then something little just happened and you back to square one yeah i had um actually it was this year yeah it was this year i had a situation with one of my close close friends and it brought back a lot of trauma it brought like it, it like you see with someone like me who's still going through the process of healing and grief you know yes any there's there are some triggers that haven't happened yet and when they do it becomes very hard to handle you know so yeah. with this situation with my best friend it caused a lot of drama and it brought back a lot of trauma so i actually ended up in hospital because it was it was that bad it was to the point where i was just like yeah me i'm done living and it was that bad so there are some triggers that would happen and i wouldn't been i wouldn't be able to handle them but with counseling the way i am with counseling i'm i'm still trying to figure out all the triggers that i have and avoid i also try and avoid any triggers so there are some triggers that will you know so let's say someone makes a story up or like you know something i don't know i can't say that i i have a specific thing that is a trigger yeah. because i don't know all of them but there are triggers that you know i try and avoid but yeah that mm-hmm. there there are things that will happen and it will cause a lot of you know drama and stuff yeah oh, so tracy um okay when it was still fresh mm-hmm. um i know that days you you just woke up and you just don't want to get out of your bed but you have to yeah what pushed you to go like to just start your day just to tell yourself you know what we have to do this okay so for me it was number one my mom I just had to think that my mom is going through a lot right now. She is the only breadwinner. She lost a child. She's lost her husband. You know, there's so much going on in her head that if I avoid, you know, at least I want to try and reduce some of the stress that she's going through, you know. So I mm-hmm. I wake up every morning I have a job I go work even that little mama that little amount of um income I'm getting it helps you know 
I buy yeah. her things. At least she's happy. You know, I, I, at least I help around the house. You know, things like that. Um, the other thing that would wake me up in the morning is the fact that I, as I told you, I want to be a counselor. And the motivation that has been there for me is just I always want to help people, you know, like I would never want someone to go through what I went through, you know, and what my sister went through. Because if you don't have someone to talk to, there are some things that can literally eat you up in like internally. You don't even know it's happening. With mental situations, you don't even know it's happening. It's just like one day you wake up and you feel like I don't even want to live again. You know, it's it's been a continuous thing in your brain and it ha- continues, continues happening until one day you realize, well, how did I reach here? You know, so there are situations like that's my, my, my mom is the number one thing. I, I always wake up to make her proud and to also, you know, like build my own life and make sure that, you know, at least I've made some impact in the world. Even if it's the tiniest impact, yeah. Um, um, if you met someone today who mm-hmm. is going through a situation similar to yours, yeah, they wanna talk but they don't know how to. Okay. How will you help them? You see, for me, you see, during that time, um, when like let's say my friends and family um realized that yeah, my family is going through something. You see, with my friends, they they were not a lot of they're not they're not people who, you know, sometimes you just find find it hard to find words to tell this person who's going through a lot of pain. You know, so you yeah. get what I mean. So you just reached, yeah. yeah. So it it at that point, my friends, you know, they did the they did the best that they could. They showed up, even if they showed up and stayed with me, like let's say for like a few hours and just held me and. You know, it's better like you being, having someone there, right? Like, you know, just not even speaking. Most of my friends never even spoke to me at that time. They just used to come, hug me and, you know, tell me like they try and keep my mind off that situation. They make me laugh. They make me, you know, they make jokes. We laugh about like our past dramas. You know, they keep my mind off it. That's what my friends did. So you see with with every person it's different. Maybe there's another person who wants like words of affirmation like keep you keep on telling them sorry, you keep them you keep on telling them that it will get better, you know, things like that. Yeah. But there's but it's one thing I would say I would just be there for them. It doesn't have to you don't have to talk about it because for me I have that experience. It's not easy to talk about it. For me, I can talk about it now because it's become a thing. It's become like we, it, it doesn't, like I'm telling you, not a single day can pass in the, in my, in this house of ours, me and my mom. No, like no single day can pass without me and without either me or her mentioning my dad or my sister. So you see, like we've, we've normalized it. And there's some situations or there's some people in outside here who, haven't normalized talking about grief you know so it's you just i would say i would just be there for that person um i don't know if you have met a person who says i don't deal with trauma yeah if something 
you have yeah for someone who, okay for that kind of person how do you help them okay for that situation it's a bit harder cuz you know i have a guy friend who has been through a lot yeah and they're just people who don't like talking about their feelings especially guys they just don't like talking about their feelings so what i would say to them is just if you ever feel like you just want to release something you know like for me when i want to release something i either you know like write on my journal or you know listen to music or you know just go running or you know like record myself talking so that i can release that tension or release those feelings that i have i would say even if it doesn't even if it's it's not talking to someone else then talk to yourself when once you write it down or or like record yourself talking i feel like you're releasing all all that pent up emotion to the world you know yeah. you're like releasing it from your heart or like your you you know your head because once you keep it inside it gets harder to handle it gets harder to handle that's what i've realized and for me personally i would say like find something that will help you release the tension yeah you know yeah yeah so but in short what would you like to say as we end this um i would say first of all thank you so much for inviting me um, you're welcome <laughs> i have and been thank off- you for agreeing <laughs> i have been off the podcasting world for a few months and i think i should make my comeback I don't know how yet but I will. Um another thing I would say is take take each day as it comes. Um you see for me with grief and all the trauma that I've been through with my family we always say yeah. just take take a day at a time. Let this day come, let the, let tomorrow come if it comes, you know. Um if it doesn't come then you know like every day is different. in my the, the like today can be good tomorrow can be bad the next day can be happy the next day can be sad you know like just take it as it comes and another thing i would say is feel the pain you have to feel the pain so that you can get over it you know so yeah yeah that was that is basically what i will say and you can <laughs> If you if you if you can um you can actually listen to my previous episodes if you'd like um I will yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are, there are very few and I think I should make a comeback I think I I think I will um because my podcast is just a it's just a way of you know me releasing my tension as I told you and like use it as a you know I would I would I say a time capsule in a way um yeah. or like something that I would refer or like give to my children and say yeah I was also 21 like you and I was also yeah. a teenager this was the, this was what I was going through at this time you know like things like that I mean yeah yes so thank you for for being part of this episode yeah well it was nice having you and mm-hmm. probably 
will record more and more. Yes, we will. You can call me anytime and we will record as much as you want. <laughs> okay. And PTSD and yeah, people will hurt us and refuse to acknowledge the damage they caused. It might be hard to move on without being able to have a healing dialogue with the person. So I'll just give you a small activity which may help you reach your closure. So I want you to write a letter, but the letter will not be for you and you will not send it. So you'll write it for yourself and how how you felt and how you and what you needed. Try to communicate your feeling. Also, you'll also write an answer to your original letter as though you are the person who hurt you. Write everything you'd like the person to tell you and include the reason the person would have had to hurt you. Read both letters if you want to and then wait in like 10 days or 5 and read them again. Um, and if you want to destroy them, you can destroy them. Yeah. Also, it's okay to it's okay to have experienced post-traumatic disorder even if you felt guilty and your trauma is valid even if you feel ashamed and guilty about it. If someone else might have gone through worse, if you waited years ago, and even if nobody knows because you chose not to tell anyone, and also even if you remained in a toxic relationship despite other people telling you to leave, also if someone reacted in a different way after going what after going through what after going through the same thing, yes, your trauma is valid, and. Don't let it get you to the point where you are thinking of suicide. I told you it's better to talk than there is nothing new under the sun. It is better to talk and get help because I'd rather listen to you than come to your burial. Yeah, and there's a I think there's a toll free number you can call when you have in suicidal thoughts. I will look it up and I will share it in my next episode okay that was all for today i hope you enjoyed see you next time next week i wouldn't say same place same time but yeah bye